0: If your team got guaranteed money, tell them call me. Whoop. Make me say, my, my, my. I done been around the world. Yeah, I was made for this. Player Performance with J.A. Cavalier.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Player Performance. I am J.A. Cavalier. So here it is, Player Performance Season 3 of the NFL. Now, this is NFL Week 2. Wasn't able to get to the mic last week. Had a lot going on in the office. It was hectic with the first weekend of NFL But now we're on a more football schedule. I'll be able to be here every week, bringing you the information needed to beat the book, making you a more informed player along the way. We're gonna get into NFL week two in just a sec, but first let's recap week one with Tessa Hall.
2: Back it up. One more time. All right, let's see that again. I'm Tessa Hall and here is your week one recap. Teams might wanna jump in a time machine, go back to March and sign Von Miller. He terrorized his former team on opening night. Dan Campbell's team needed just one extra shot of espresso, and they would have completed a comeback win against Philly. The Bears and Niners slipped and slided all over the field in the ugliest game of the week, which resulted in a Bears win. Joe Burrow might need the Jameis Winston LASIK surgery after throwing it to the wrong team four times. Tyreek Hill talked about how big Mike Daniels' nuts were after the Patriots game. That should tell you who won. Baker, 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 you were so close. But the brownies burned ya in the last minute. The Colts' terrible losing streak in week one was delayed? They tie in week one, and everyone has to write the annoying extra one for the next 17 weeks. The Falcons look so good, then remember they are trying to secure the first overall pick and laid off. Lamar danced on the grave of his dead contract talks with a big week one win over New York. Oh, and the other New York actually has the state smiling. The Giants and their gutsy head coach grinded out a road win. Carson Wentz tried to put a bow on the Jags game and hand it to them, but Trevor Lawrence is a nice guy and refused to take it. Aaron Rodgers' drug dealer couldn't get past security, and it showed in a bad loss. The Chargers tried to charger their way out of a win, but Derek Carr one up them all there is no way Kyler Murray put in his mandatory studying time before a big loss to Kansas City. The Bucks turned Jerry World into an arena of sadness on opening night.
1: Let's ride to the Lost column, Broncos country. Welcome back, Tessa. Good to have you back. I mean, it's very exciting. Another season of player performance, another season of the NFL. I mean, by far, hands down, the best NFL handicapping show in the industry. So, of course, it's everyone's favorite podcast. Brought to you by everyone's favorite capper, yours truly. In service last week, 9-1. We did cash on both max bets. The Pittsburgh Steelers, outright easy wire-to-wire points spread cover. And then the Baltimore Ravens winning in a route. We look to keep that going. I'm going to go into every game for a Sunday. I'm either going to give you a side total or prop for that game. Also, drop in the comments below, J.A. Gives Back. Someone's going to win a $250 Amazon gift card. That's J.A. Gives Back. Drop it in the comments below. So here we go. The money train is pulling out right into NFL Week 2. All aboard. Jump on the money train. Here we go.
2: Miami at Baltimore.
1: Ravens are laying 3.5. The total here is set at 44.5. This one opened up at 45.5. Has already dropped the point. I'm going to be honest. I don't want anything to do with the side in this game. I don't trust either quarterback. I do, however, like the under in this spot. Listen, Tyreek Hill, Edmonds, the Dolphins offense was supposed to turn heads, but it scored just one touchdown in last week's win over the Patriots. Now they go up against one of the NFL's best defenses in Baltimore. The Ravens gave up nine points last week. Again, that was to the Jets and Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. The Dolphins only gave up seven, but that was to the New England Patriots, a very lackluster New England Patriots team. I mean, they don't know who the offensive coordinator is, or is it they have two coordinators? Can't quite figure that one out just yet. Miami's going to try to get after Lamar Jackson like they did the last time these two met. The under is 7-3 and three in the Ravens' last 10 games, and 8-3 and three in the Dolphins' last 11. The under is 6-0 and oh in Baltimore's last six games as a chalk. I'm not sold on Tua. I'm not sold on Lamar. I am sold on both of these defenses. Give me the under the posted total.
2: New York at Cleveland.
1: The Browns are laying five and a half. The total here is set at 40 and a half. You've seen movement on both sides on both the line and total already. The Browns opened up at six and a half now down to five and a half. The total opened up at 42. It's now down to 40 and a half. I'm actually going to call it 40 on this show and I like it even down to 40 and I'm still going under the posted total. The Jets go with Joe Flacco again at quarterback. He really wasn't that bad last week. Actually moved the ball in the first half until he threw the interception. He ends up finishing with 307 yards passing and a touchdown. Of course, they still lost. He is now 0-8 in his last eight starts. The Browns beat Carolina in a ridiculous game, scoring 26 points. These are two very mediocre offenses, both playing with backup quarterbacks. The defenses aren't that bad, and these two teams do have history. The last four times they've played each other, the game totals were 39-26 38 and 31. In their last 10 games, the average total is 39 points. The total's gone under in four of Cleveland's last five games, five of their last six at home, and in four of their last five against the Jets. I also like the under in this spot. Give me under the to posted total of 40. And remember, Salah's taking receipts. But in all seriousness, one thing he did say that I can agree with is the defense was flying around the field they do look faster and I know a lot of people are high on this Jets team this year or at least they expect to see a lot of improvement I don't know that I can really say that I'm one of them not as long as their quarterback's Joe Flacco and I don't know that there's really that much of a difference from Zach Wilson to Joe Flacco just saying
2: Washington at Detroit.
1: Detroit has actually opened up as a small chalk in this spot lane, one and a half. The total opened up at 46 and a half. It already bounced up to 48 and a half. And if you were wise, which of course I am, you also would have pounded this total at 46 and a half. But I do still like it up to 50. Both offenses were surprisingly good in week one. Carson Wentz was one of only two quarterbacks to throw for over 300 yards and four touchdowns. The other one, of course... Patrick Mahomes. Detroit put up 35 points on Philadelphia. They had a strong running game. And I actually expect Goff to put up big numbers this year. He now has weapons on the outside, has a strong running game with Swift. The over is 4-1 in Washington's last five games in September. The over is 8-3 in the Lions' last 11 games after scoring 30-plus points and 5-2 in their last seven games overall. I like both of these offenses to continue to light it up. Give me the over the posted total as stated. I'm good with this line going up to 50 right now at 48, 48 and a half. I'm good with this one going over 50.
0: J.A. Cavaliers pro football, triple crown three NFL games for this Sunday. Three straight, three two-team parlays, one week, $99. His pro football triple crown must go 3-0 or the entire NFL season is free. J.A. Cavalier's pro football triple crown. Link in the description below. Click the link now and jump on the money train.
2: Indianapolis versus Jacksonville.
1: So the Colts are laying four and a half. The total here is set at 46 and a half. And I actually like the Colts' first half laying the two and a half in this spot. I'm confident that this Colts team is better than a week one tie to Houston. But history does repeat itself. And the Colts have been historically bad in week one. They were riding an eight-game losing streak in week one. Of course, they tied last week to Houston. But didn't cover the numbers. So for all I care about, they just lost the game, right? Now nine-game losing streak in week one. Week two is going to be a little bit different, and the offense is going to have to learn from their mistakes. You expect a little bit more continuity in this spot. It's just the offense getting on the field, learning, playing together, and I really do like them in this spot here. The Jaguars started extremely slow against Washington last week. They scored just three points in the first half. Last year, Jacksonville was 5-12 and 12 against the spread in the first half. Worse than a league. Indianapolis, on the other hand, 12-5 and five against the spread in the first half. That's best in the league. This Indianapolis defense will shut down the run game just as they did uh, uh, to Houston last week. I mean, Houston's lead in Russia through five quarters had like 40 yards. They're also going to force Lawrence into some turnovers, so I do expect a pick or two. I expect the Indianapolis Colts to get off and running early. I'm going to take the Indianapolis Colts first half, lay the two and a half
2: bay at new orleans
1: the buccaneers are laying two and a half the total here is set at 44 and a half the total in this game hasn't budged the bucks did open up as a three-point chalk that has come down a half a point point. and a lot of sharps i know actually like the saints in this spot i'm not one of them full transparency i don't like the game itself i do however love the total in this spot and i like over the posted total over the 44 and a half. Look, the Saints have owned the Buccaneers, winning seven of the last eight matchups. New Orleans covered in seven of those eight as well. Brady has yet to beat the Saints in a regular season game, and he might this time around, but I do like Brady to push this game over to post the total. The last 10 times these teams have played, they've averaged 51 points per game. Four of the last five times that they've played in New Orleans, the total has gone over. The over is twenty-one five and one in Tampa's last twenty-seven, after allowing fewer than fifteen points the previous game. Take the over to post the posted total. Don't overthink this one. Bucks Saints over to post the posted total. Way over to post the posted total.
2: Carolina at New York.
1: The Giants are laying one and a half. The total here is set at forty-three and a half. A little bit of movement on both the line and total, but nothing too substantial. Um, This one was actually rather easy for me. Look, some humans are late bloomers. Some teams are late starters. The Giants and Panthers are just that. New York didn't score a point in the first half. The Panthers scored just seven. Last year, the Giants were 10-6-1, hitting under the posted total in the first half. And the Panthers averaged less than eight points in the first half down the final stretch. Both of these teams thrive running the ball and really when you look at it these two teams are mirror images of one another. Both teams have above average defenses, both teams below average quarterbacks, but they both have elite running backs. Saquon Barkley looked electric last week and Carolina is going to have to implement more McCaffrey in this game. So what's going to happen? They're going to run the ball, keep the clock moving, I'm not going to trust either team in this. I will, however, trust both running games and both defenses. I expect slow pace to start in this game. I think we hit under the posted total in the first half with points to spare. Give me under the posted total of 21 and a half in the first half. Carolina Panthers, New York Giants.
2: New England at Pittsburgh.
1: Patriots are laying two and a half. The total here is set at 40 and a half. Nothing that I've seen in week one convinces me that the Patriots and Steelers can hit this total. Patriots look lost without Josh McDaniels leading their offense. They had less than 300 yards of total offense. And their run game, which is supposed to be their strength, racked up less than 80 yards on the ground. Oh, and now Mac Jones is hurt. He has a back injury. So I imagine they're going to have to lean heavy on the run in week two. Not a good recipe against a tough Pittsburgh defense. And Pittsburgh's offense also stuttered down the stretch as well. Najee Harris limited to 23 total yards. Trubisky incredibly inefficient. 21 of 38 passing. 194 yards through the air. The under is 4-0 in the Pittsburgh Steelers' last four home games. And the under is perfect in the Patriots' last four September games. I believe both of those trends continue. I am on under the posted total of 40 and a half.
2: Atlanta at Los Angeles.
1: The Rams are laying ten and a half. The total here is set at forty and a half. Yeah, um, I'm gonna have to lean Atlanta in this spot, take the ten and a half points. Okay, so yeah, I expect the Rams to bounce back after the Bills loss, but ten and a half points. I mean, that's just too much against the Falcons team. I mean, they did okay in Week 1. Mariota, 20 of 33, 215 yards passing. Cordell Patterson, still one of the NFL's best-kept secrets. Atlanta, though, is 4-1 and one against the spread in the last five against the Rams. And the Falcons have actually won five of the last six outright. I'm not saying they're going to win this game outright. They're not going to pull off pull the upset. Matter of fact, I'm probably thinking I'm going to need a backdoor cover in this spot. But getting ten and a half points, just too many points to lay. Give me the Atlanta Falcons. I will lean Atlanta Falcons plus the points. JA
0: Cavaliers Pro Football Triple Crown: Three NFL games for this Sunday. Three straight, three two-team parlays, one week, $99. His pro football triple crown must go 3-0 or the entire NFL season is free. J.A. Cavalier's pro football triple crown. Link in the description below. Click the link now and jump on the money train.
2: Seattle at San Francisco.
1: 49ers are laying 9.5. The total here is set at 41 and a half. Listen, I'm not here to jump on some imaginary Seahawks bandwagon or tell you their week 1 performance was legit. But a double digit line? I mean full full transparency, I'm on full Trey Lance fade mode. He's shown absolutely nothing completing 50% of his passes. Now he's going to lay double digits? I mean, really? What are we doing here? Seahawks are 15 and 2 straight up against the Niners last 17. against the spread last 20 against San Francisco. The underdog in this series is 5-2 against the spread last 7. The style of play from each of these teams just isn't conducive to to a double-digit kind of game. With the exception of a 10-point Seattle win in 2020, the last six games have been decided by a touchdown or less. Don't overthink this one. Back to Seahawks, take the 9.5 points, take the free points... Seattle Seahawks plus 9.5.
2: Cincinnati and Dallas.
1: The Bengals are laying 7.5. The total here is set at 41.5. For all those who think that the sky's falling in Dallas, well, I mean, maybe it is, but not this week. Look, Cooper Rush is a capable quarterback. In his only start... He threw for 325 yards, two touchdowns and led the Cowboys to an upset win 20 to 16 over the Vikings. Now granted, Cincinnati probably won't turn the ball over four times this week like it did last week, but they've given up at least 20 points in 7 of their last 10 games. Rush is going to come through for us in Dallas this week. He's going to get us up and over to 16 and a half. Give me the Dallas Cowboys team total over 16 and a half. I'm not saying the Cowboys win this game. I'm not even saying that the Dallas Cowboys are going to keep this one close. What I am saying are the Cowboys will score enough to put their team total over the 16 and a half.
2: Houston at Denver.
1: The Broncos are laying nine and a half. The total here is set at 45 and a half. Actually, this one opened up at 45 and now is up 45 and a half. So just a half a point. Look, I'm going to make it simple. Under It really is that simple sometimes. The Texans' offense isn't anything special. The Denver Broncos also showed their hand on what they want to do. They want to run the ball with their two-headed monster, which will set up a big play here and there for Russ. But Russ doesn't have the arm strength to get it there anymore. Actually, he looks a step behind. I actually like this game to go way under the posted total. I mean, how the Texans managed to tie with Indy last week is beyond me. But going up against a very good Denver defense, forget it. Plus, five of the last seven times these two teams have met has gone under. Nine of Denver's last 12 games have gone under. Houston averaged 16.5 points a game last season, scored 20 in Week 1. The under is 6-1 in Houston's last seven road games. Denver's offense should play a little better than it did last week, but I'm not expecting the world from this team. Not enough to push this game over to post total. Give me under 45.5 in the Houston Texans-Denver Broncos. The Raiders are laying five and a half. The total here is set at 51 and a half. And this is pretty much what you guys have been waiting for. Matter of fact, you listen to all this other crap just to get to this point. Here it is. My top play best bet for the show. Two bad defenses, two offenses that can score and two teams coming off of a loss last week. It really is the perfect combination for an over. The Cardinals allowed Kansas City to hang a 44 spot on them last week. Vegas allowed 24 themselves. I don't see these defenses improving much here in week two, but the offenses should get better. Derek Carr played maybe one of his worst games of his career. He turned it over three times. Would have turned it over fourth, but he jumped on a fumble. However, he still managed 19 points in the loss last week and found Devontae Adams for a buck 40. The Cardinals had zero rushing attack and still managed 24 themselves. If Carr plays like him regular self and Kyler Murray gets the ground game going that opens up the passing down the field, I expect this game to fall fly over the total the over has hit in 12 of the last 17 raider home games and two of the last three between these squads give me over the posted total top play best bet for the show cardinals raiders over the 51 and a half
2: chicago at green bay
1: and that brings us to the sunday night game the last game on the card we have the green bay packers laying nine and a half and the total is set at 42 and a half this total opened up at 51. It's already down to 42 and a half. Um, listen, remember last year when the season opened and the Packers got toasted 38 to 3 by the New Orleans Saints? Doesn't this kind of have the same feel to it? The next week they came out, they pounded the Detroit Lions at home 35 to 17. This has an eerie feeling to it. Green Bay has beaten Chicago in six straight and 9-0 and straight up the last nine as a favorite. The Bears offense is still the Bears offense. They still don't have an offensive line. No weapons to speak of on the outside. They didn't score last week until the third quarter and Justin Fields had just 121 yards passing. The Packers have won six of their last seven against the Bears by an average of 10 plus points. Packers win big in this one. I actually like the Green Bay Packers team total over 26.5 points. I think they're going to pile up on the points. They usually like to pile it up. And listen, Aaron Rodgers will tell you himself he absolutely owns the Chicago Bears. So take the Green Bay Packers team total over 26.5.
0: J.A. Cavaliers Pro Football Triple Crown. Three NFL games for this Sunday. Three straight, three two team parlays, one week, $99. His pro football triple crown must go 3 0 or the entire NFL season is free. J.A. Cavaliers Pro Football Triple Crown. Link in the description below. Click the link now and jump on the money train.
1: That's right, guys. Get to whylose.com. That's the letter Y L O S E.com day week month season passes available that's why lose.com the letter y l o s e.com big players of course we got you covered as well get to ylose.com. lose.com the letter y l o s e.com be sure to subscribe and like. Set your alerts. This show will drop every week. And if you haven't done so, drop in the comments right now. J.A. gives back. Someone's going to win a $250 Amazon gift card. That, of course, is random. Until next week, guys, remember, bet with your heads, not above them. Day, week,
0: month, and season packages available on whylose.com. That's the letter Y. L-O-S-E.com.